Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Today's guest on the podcast is Carolyn Gavin. Caroline recently won the prestigious Two Bays event. Two Bays is a 56-kilometre trail race that is run across the Mornington Peninsula from Cape Shank to Dramana and then back again. It is a scenic and challenging course that covers a range of settings and surfaces, single track, coastal trail, grassy trail, dirt road and forest canopy. Carolyn and I had a fun chat the other night all about her race and I really hope you enjoy listening to it. Hi, Caroline, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hey, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, well, thanks. That's good. Now, congratulations on your recent win at Two Bays, um, the 56-kilometre. Thanks. Now, I was reading your um, Facebook post, and you said you weren't expecting it. Why weren't you expecting to win? Uh, I think two bays are pretty big race and there's usually mm. some pretty uh pretty good runners, pretty fast runners that run it, that one. So um yeah, look I when some people tagged me in the Facebook post on potential podium, I I looked up some of the girls running. Um Amelia was one of them with some really good results in the past, so I was just yeah, no. Nah. I was I was just <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. And you but never know. Some t- yeah. yeah, and sometimes it's good to go into it not feeling like um, in, too much pressure. Would you agree? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I you know I put pressure on myself with I had yes. I had a full time. Like, there's no questions yeah. about that. But um, yeah, no podium is never really a for me. It's never a uh, an aim. That's for sure. And so, what was your goal time? Five fifty. So I wanted to do originally. I thought I want to do sub five thirty, and then yeah. When got tagged in that post and I looked at some of the girls running and some of the past results which I hadn't done up to that point mm. I was like well I reckon maybe I could go a little bit faster so I went sub 515 was the new oh, like, yeah. yeah days before sub 515 I decided so <laughs> I spoke to my husband about it and he was like you can do it just go for it so I oh did. that's awesome yeah good yeah. for you Thanks. so Tell me, what's your, like, uh, tell the listeners, what's your running background? How did you get into running? That sort of thing. I used to have a PT and I used to go to the gym and that was probably about six years ago. Yeah. And then I got bored and I think I entered a half marathon because, you know, you enter a half marathon, which was the Melbourne half. Um, Yeah. And I ran that and, you know, some of my friends, I did it in 139 and I had, I was running once a week, like just. I was going to the gym and running 13 k's to work once a week. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, so you uh, obviously had some natural ability there. Maybe, yeah, or just stupidity, I don't know. <laughs> um, a combination. <laughs> yeah, so some of my friends were like, oh, wow, you're, you know, that was, that's a really good time. And I was like, oh, is it? I don't know. And then one of my girlfriend, who Eilish McCarthy, who's, um, who's yeah. more of a runner than I was, said, oh, hey, do you want to do this run called roller coaster with me in the den and all and I said oh yeah sure how hard can it be (laughs) (laughs) famous last words right exactly um yeah and then she said oh I'm also doing the greater Road marathon 45k's in May and that was on my birthday and I thought ah let's do it I just so I just entered these two events completely blind and uh that's how it started but sometimes that's the best way going in blind isn't it 
Oh, it is. And you, you know, you'll never have those races the same way again because you're no. the team of a clan and it's, it, it never is the same again. But no, it, it's, it's not, but yeah, but, and how did you go at the Great Ocean Road Marathon then? Oh my God. I, um, went out way too hard, got way too excited <laughs> about the views and everything. And I got like a pinched nerve or something in the back oh, of my, no. my bum at 17 Ks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And I had to stop every 5K for the remaining 45 kilometers to or oh, no. kilometers to um to make it to the end. But I did it, and um yeah. So, but you know, no idea about nutrition, no idea about yeah. Anything. So yeah, so it's been a long road to this. <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's a steep learning curve. But you've obviously gotten there. So um, I remember years ago we stayed together before um Buffalo and. No, it was Razorback. We stayed in that caravan park. Did we? But we also stayed with Buffalo, and I'm sure you did Buffalo Stampede, and you did really well at the 75K. Oh, we were too. Sorry, yes, yes. we were too. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. Um, Possibly Razorback too. I don't remember that, but, you know, yeah, there's so many races. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, no, yes, Buffalo 75. Yeah, I did well, but, but then I, that's when I, um, that year was when I started getting coached by, um, Brendan Davies as well. Yes. So yeah. I had, had a few runs under my belt by then. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so you've done Razorback then, and how have you done at that? Because these, both Razorback and Buffalo are quite different to two bays. They're, they're much more, a lot more climbing, a lot more technical, how, you know, like, how did you go from doing those sorts of runs to two bays? Um, look, it's been about the training for me, really. And I, as much as I I love going to the, the the Alpine region, it's it's with a child now. It's just a it's a bigger trip. It's a it's a bigger commitment. Yeah. And you know, it's just I remember when I was training for Buffalo seventy five. I used to go to Bright for the weekend. You know, because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'd go on Friday night and come back on Sunday afternoon and. It was just my husband and me, but now that you've got, yeah. you know, three-year-old and he's like, oh, what are you doing, mommy? It's just at this point of, of time in my life, it's just not, it's not realistic and um, and I don't want to be away from him for, for that amount no, of time. No, exactly. Um, of course you don't. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And, I mean, my life's re- re- reversed to yours, so now I can do that sort of thing, but I understand. And and how old is your son? So he's three. Um, three. And, you know, I look at... I look at people like you and it's inspiring because it, for me it means that I know I'll get back to it. Yes. It's just not right now and and that's fine, you know. I've got I've got many years to uh to go back to the mountains and for now it's you know, two bays is pretty sweet over there, so it's good. And it's, and to be honest, you're doing pretty well, you know. So yeah, I don't well, think <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, no, you're doing brilliantly. It's it's really I think it's inspiring for a lot of women to see that you can juggle having a child and training but of course you're not just juggling a child and training you're also working full-time aren't you yes I am yeah yeah so full-time child husband (laughs) yeah lots and lots and lots but yeah you do what you got to do I suppose oh and you you know it's up to what you want to do with your time I mean I see a lot of people they go oh how do you fit it all in but you know I also I don't I don't have Netflix I don't watch TV yes Uh, okay it's yep. different priorities um, that I have, and uh, I go to bed at, you know, I try and go to bed at 9.30 most nights, and I get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning, so I just, yeah, you know, there's some things that you have to compromise on, and for me, I'd rather spend an hour training than an hour watching Netflix, so that's, yep. you know, 
That's and I, I think, yeah, a wise choice, to be honest. And um, <laughs> so you basically train before work? Yes, I do. So I'm usually home by, well, I am home by seven um, every day, yeah. So you would then, if you're getting up five, five thirty, you're only training for an hour, an hour and a half? Yeah, yeah, um, oh, except obviously the long run on Sunday. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually found, you know, it's only very recent, but I've, I've found a really good balance that works for me and I'm really happy with it, yeah. So what uh, what sort of kilometres would you be doing a week? Uh, I try and aim for about 60. Wow, that's awesome. Yep. So it's, it's, it's quite low, I mean, compared to what I used to do, um, you know, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, once again, it's working and it just goes to show that doing huge amount of kilometres isn't always the way to success. And everyone's different, you know, everyone's mm. got – it works differently for everyone. I think um, for me, my strength work and I do key sessions and and I get a lot out of it. And my running, yeah. I've, I haven't run this well for a very long time. So. so when you say key sessions and strength work, you're talking about strength work as in the gym and key sessions as in sort of right. speed work? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you work out in the gym regularly? Yeah, I go to the gym four times a week. Wow, awesome. And I run four times a week. So I fit, I fit into eight sessions in six days. Yep. Yeah. And do you, and are you doing heavy weights at the gym or what are you doing? No. Well, look, it depends. I mean, I'm a pretty uh, – I love legs day. Like legs day is my favorite yeah. and I'm going to lift yeah. weights that, you know, others are like, how the hell do you do that? But that's that's my strength. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's not comparable. but. You know, relatively speaking, I uh, it's more so I do classes. So it's uh, you know okay. Monday, uh, it's a six a.m. class I go to, and it's a circuit workout. Um, yep. I think some people say CrossFit S forty five. I've never done it, but it's it's all very um, they're really focused on technique and how you're doing the the exercise. So it's you know yep. it's not about um, lifting a tire just for the sake of lifting a tire. It's you know it's deadlifts, it's squats, it's lunges. Yeah, yeah. Um, pull-ups like all that sort of strength work and it's but it's mixed with um with a bit of cardio so you you know you you're you're limited in the time you're doing it or you have to do a certain amount of reps and and things like that so the heart rate is quite elevated most of the time which I think is why it works with my running because it's cardio based strength work more so yeah. than just doing reps um at the yeah, gym yeah yeah no, I mean, I'm a big believer in strength work, and I think it's really important. And um, and so then, other than that, you only you only run four times a week. Yeah, so Monday I do a double session. So I'll um because it's it's upper body at the gym, and that that's probably one of the easiest sessions out of all my days. Um, you know, I go by the amount of calories I sort of burn, and on a Monday at the gym I'll burn like maybe 250, 300 calories. So it's it's pretty wow. low. So, so I do a um yeah, but for strength work that's still pretty high. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your your heart, as I said, your heart rate does go up because they mix it up well, you know. But um, yeah. So on on that day I do an easy run, so anywhere between eight to ten k's um yeah. beforehand, and I just like shaking out the legs after the long run. Um, yeah. And if I, you know, some days I don't have time and I do 5Ks. Like I, you know, I, I do whatever I want to do, really. <laughs> I yeah. do what I feel like doing. So I try and do a little run on Monday. And then on Tuesday I go to a track session with um with a group of friends, um Run for Body and Soul, which um 
Stuart Cox, I heard on your podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so we do that with Kevin Mannix and, and that's great because, um, there's some, there's some good runners there that I can chase. Um, and that's usually around, you know, anywhere between 10 to 13 kilometers. I mean, sometimes if I, if I'm trying, like when I was trying to, when I was training for two days, I will, I try to get there a bit early to try and push for sessions to sort of a 14 Ks, but not more than that. Um, Wednesday is legs day and that's a big day because yeah, I go pretty, I go as heavy as I can on that. Um, Thursday is this crazy cardio session. Uh, it's with light weight, but it's, it's insane. Like sometimes it's no weight, it's just body weight, but you're, you're sweating like you've never sweated before. Um, (laughs) and, um, like squats and running around and, you know, assault bike, rowing, like, Uh, okay, yep. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, fun stuff. And then Friday is, um, I go for a, uh, tempo run. So maybe some, in, some, or intervals, like, you know, 1k reps, sort of that format. Again, yeah. I keep it to like 8, 10k's, so not a massive, um, massive run. And then I, I so go 8 or 10k's is a total run or a yeah, full tempo yeah. portion for the total uh, run? Yeah. For the total run, yeah. I, um, yeah. I, I also run to and from my gym every day, but it's, you know, it's a two and a half k uh, return trip. So it's not, uh, um, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, four times a week, two and a half k's add up to an extra 10 k's. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I get some little k's there. And then on the Sunday, I'll do a long run and I try and go from, it depends what I'm training for, but obviously 20, 30 k's, sort of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, really. Well, that's, that's brilliant. That's great. <clears throat> and, um, like in regards to nutrition and what do you do about nutrition? Uh, I'm, uh, I've been pretty, uh, pretty pedantic about what I, uh, what I put about in my body. Look, I was, um, it was a reason I joined the gym. I was really unhappy with my body back in, in September. I came back from overseas and, you know, you put on a couple of kilos. And, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it wasn't so much the weight that I was weighing. It was the fact that none of my clothes were fitting and it, uh-huh. was, it was really upsetting me. Like, you know, um, I was I was quite I don't know if you know depressed is the right word but I was I was really unhappy so um so I joined the gym and and they they had this 28 day challenge where they they look at they do a body scan and they look at your calories and your food and it for me it was really interesting and it was like a kind of a wake up moment where I realized I wasn't eating enough and um ah uh, yes yeah I, I don't know about you Isabel but I think you know I know I'm not that old but I remember the Michelle Bridges day of doing like 1200 <laughs> calories a day and oh my god yeah and all that stuff and it doesn't like for us runners it doesn't work because your body no. goes into this um this starvation mode and um and you're basically sacking on the weight and so yep. anyway so it was really, for me, yeah, wake up call, we did the scan and they were like, yeah, you need to eat about 1800 to 2000 calories a day. Um, oh, wow. That's like, awesome. oh, okay, yeah. shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah. all right. But, yeah. but saying that, I'm on a high carbs, high protein, low fat. Um, so she was like, you can either have high oh, fat. Okay. Yeah, she said, you can have high fat or you can have high carbs. You can't have both. So I'm not saying Because that that's I'm unusual not- to be on a low fat diet these days. Yeah, and look. I'm not like I don't eat no fat, but I, yeah. I look at my macros and yeah. I'm on a well, I can't remember right now. I'm on 45% carbs, 35% protein, and 25% fat. I think so. So it's yeah. not no fat, definitely. No, not. Yeah. definitely not yeah. no fat. 
it's just, you know, I don't, I used to cook a lot with olive oil, which I don't do anymore. And yeah. um, I do eat a lot of, you know, steamed vegetables and all roasted just naturally in the oven, like just by themselves. Um, and yeah, just meat, like, oh, and all fish yeah. or whatever. So yeah, that's basically what I do. So I do watch what I eat pretty much six, six and a half days a week. And I allow myself <laughs> this Christmas period, I've, I've done whatever I wanted and I've, I've put on 500 grams, but I've maintained it at that, yeah. so I'm, I'm really happy with that, yeah. And and I think it's 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 nice to be able to sometimes occasionally eat something, you know, a treat, you know, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, and and that's the good thing about what I do, you know, today I had some chocolate, like I love yeah. that hazelnut chocolate is my go-to, yeah. and, and I just had two squares, and I worked it in my um yeah my mattress for the day so I can do it it takes planning and you know yeah. when we were doing the 28 day challenge I I had a few things planned out and I I mean it might sound a bit sad to some people but I spent like a whole day planning to have burgers and chips the next day <laughs> yeah and, and I I fitted it in it just meant that I had to eat you know dinner had to be steamed vegetable with a piece of fish and yeah and some rice. So I, I was still eating, like, the carbs were fine. Like, it's not the problem. It's the fat. It's just fitting, yeah, yeah. fitting all that in. So, so I, you can do it. You can fit the burger in. You just have to work around it with the other food. That's all. That's right. You've got to, you've got to, yeah, make room with the calories and that sort of thing and not just think you can eat everything else and then eat the burger on top of that. So, yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. So, yeah, so that's my food. So, yeah, I am. And, before, and I think that's also what, uh, that worked for me during the, for the race. I, um, the day before the race, I ate nothing out of line. I was yeah. spot on every single day because I had um before my I did a 46k training run with um Beck and and Simon and Mike and stuff and we um the night before my uh my husband's nephew was there and we had some cheese and some wine and you know, <laughs> and sounds good. Yeah, it was delicious. But my tummy the next day during the race was just uh, yeah. during the run the training run yeah. Was, the place like I was bloated like I wasn't sure if I was gonna you know fart or poo or nothing worse there's nothing worse yeah. and so that that was kind of really good for me because I was like okay the week before the race I need to make sure that I'm eating yeah super clean yeah. so you know I was just the, the cheese and and all that I was just really limiting the oh, sort yeah. of kind of yeah upset your tummy so I had no issues on on the day with that like my so what did you eat for calories during the race (laughs) yeah so that's that's a that's a good question because I think I actually did stuff up in the end um really yeah yeah so I'm on tailwind Mm -hmm. uh big believer in tailwind but also so I have a gel at the start line yeah um kind of get your body going I had breakfast so two pieces of toast with some banana and peanut butter and honey um, Last peanut butter, yeah. <laughs> breakfast of, of a banana. And yep. um, so I had a gel at the start line and then I started, you know, sipping on my tailwind. And then I had a few shot blocks in my pack and I was like, yep. oh, I'll have another gel um, around Hislop to kind of so that by the time it kicks in, I'm I'm going up after siege. Yeah. Um, I also grabbed a Zupa Dupa at the oh, yum. station, yeah. Yep. And I think I actually overdid it on the sugar. Um, uh-huh, yes, that can happen. Yep. Yeah, I ran into I ran into Dramana feeling like a million dollars, grabbed a Coke, 
and then went on the way back up and I was like on the way back up I was like oh I would go to Latrobe car park and then it just I felt nauseous and I was like oh, oh, no. yeah my you know that feeling it's I can't describe it it's only happened to me once before at um Hounslow when I actually I drank my whole bottle of Tailwind instead of drinking water like I don't know what oh happened. okay yeah <clears throat> I was like no I think I actually overate and unfortunately yeah. like in both or overfueled if you want and yeah. in this situation the only thing you can do is just to put one foot in front of the other and just burn the calories right so yeah um so that's what I did and then I took a stack and that distracted me for a bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and get the adrenaline pumping well, yeah, like I, uh, I, you know, when you, so I got to the top of after seed and then you got that little runnable bit and I was, I was feeling like shit, but I was like, no, nah, I've got to keep going. And so I was stumbling about and then I tripped and then I tried to catch oh. myself, myself, catch myself. And then I just gave up and just, <laughs> just fell down. It would down. have been funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy behind me. He didn't laugh. I, I just, I, I laughed <laughs> to myself. I just, you know, as you're falling and you know, that it's like yeah. inevitable. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah, this rock, like, sliced my finger open, so it was pissing oh, with no. blood. But before I knew it, I was at the top of Arthur's seat. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <coughs> and then I saw you guys, because you were coming, you were coming up with Stu and Nikki and George, I think. Well, I didn't join until after, um, so I would have missed you because I, oh, because okay. I've been injured. I only did the last 28k. So that would have been Nikki, Stu and Frank, I believe, and Tony. Yeah, I think George as well joined them from the bottom of the dam for a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Stu was like, oh, she's only 45 seconds in front of you. And I, at that point, I was still feeling. Oh, uh, so you were in second at that point? Yeah, so she overtook me just as I got onto, just when I started climbing. Um, the after seat section after Latrobe car park, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so where did you pass her and, and get into first? Uh, with 16 Ks to go, so after his oh, wow. In my yeah, head, yeah. Just, like, you know, I said, okay, she's 45 seconds in front of me. Either she's got, like, you know, she's really um, reserved herself for now and yeah. she's, she's doing well and she's, she's going to go off on me and I won't see her again. Or, you know, I have to hope that she hasn't had her low point yet. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, the whole time she was within, you know, so 45 seconds you can kind of see that person. Like I was going to say, could you see her sometimes? <clears throat> yeah, so I, so as I was going, when Stu said that to me, I could see her already running, you know, off the, the dam. Um, yeah. In, like towards the street and after that because you know you're going off around corners and stuff I didn't see her again until we got on the on the road on that long yep. bit of road that slightly goes up before you yes. go back onto the trail and before you go to Hislop and then and for me you know once you those two roads like this was there's Hislop and I don't know what the other one's called that's quite long and there's a slight very slight climb that feels like Mount Everest once you've uh, <laughs> the way exactly back. yeah um, and, uh, yeah, so in my head I was like, the race will start uh, in the last 10Ks for me. Like, I know the last yeah. 10 Ks, and that's what I did. And I think I, that's smart, yeah. Yeah, so when I saw, I saw her on Hislop, so I could see her in front of me, and she was getting closer and closer. So I was like, okay, I have a chance. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I passed her at Hislop, and she looked like she was, she was struggling a bit more than I yeah. was. Yeah. And 
uh, and I said, okay, Caroline, you've got 16Ks to go. That's three park runs, six loops of... Uh, <laughs> Isn't it funny like, how we break it down yeah. into park runs? Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> it was like three park runs, six laps of Parkwood Park. Yeah. I said, or it's your, you know, I've got this loop around the house that I do. I run down to the beach and I come back up Charnham Road to my place and that's 15K. So I was like, you you can do this. This is just your, this is just your midweek long run when I used to do that. (laughs) Uh, And that's how I did it. And as you know, that section is super runnable. Like it's got lots of slides downhill. And, and so I, I was looking at my watch. I was doing five minute pace average. So I gave it. Wow. That's awesome. I gave it a really good crack. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, and so was, how much? Sorry, gone. I was running scared the whole time because I I didn't know how I didn't know how she was going. Like the only thing I yeah. knew was on a couple of switchbacks, I could see that she wasn't right behind me. Um, yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. I think running scared is brilliant. It really pushes you to go that little bit faster than you normally would. And, and you know, for the last fifteen k's of a race, especially in that particular section, I think. Yeah, I don't think I think if you're going to give it your all, I think that's the time to do it. And, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. And how much did you beat her by at, at by the end? Of well, that? there was also Nicole that was <coughs> far behind that I saw when I was climbing back um, after seat. So I was also basing myself on um, on the fact that maybe she was doing well and she wasn't that far behind Elizabeth. So yeah. Um, so Nicole ended up passing Elizabeth, and I think we had I had five seconds on uh, five minutes on Nicole, and about maybe close to ten minutes on Elizabeth. Yeah. So uh, okay, so yeah, you ended up beating her by ten, but then Nicole came through as well. Yeah. 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 yeah so that was quite a close race, really, which is yeah, which no, is always really. good. Well, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you're the one getting chased, and then it's not so good. So <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, five minutes in the scheme of thing when you're on fifteen k, it's five minutes. It's really not that much. So if it's I had nothing, or, and you know, yeah. so you take that into consideration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and what was the feeling when you crossed the line? Oh, I was, I, was, I don't know. I, I received the photos from my, uh, you know, the official photo. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're shocking, and, and I, <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh no! I look. I look like, you know, weight has been lifted off my shoulders, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I I love it. You know, I, I gave it everything. I left everything out on the course. I, I I sprinted, you know, when you hear those um the people and the music and stuff. Yeah. I was I was pretty stoked. I mean as I said, I, I couldn't believe it that there wasn't, you know, yeah. someone else in front of me that, that was faster, yeah. No, well you did so well and um I mean I, and that euphoric feeling of of winning it, it it can't be beat really can it? No, no, yeah, no. It was pretty. It was pretty special. And it's two days, you know. It's it's the local. Yeah, race. So I mean, I and and such an iconic race as well. It is, and you know, on the world on the world stage, it's nothing. But for us Melbournians, like you know, it's two days. Like you talk to no. people two days, and they've at least they've walked it. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. very. Very happy and proud to have my name up there on the website just as, as the winner of it one year, you know. Yeah, no, that's a, a huge accomplishment. So what's next for you? Oh, I don't I don't really – I mean, you know, we say we don't have yeah. anything, but um, I want to – I'll do the Running Wild events because I, I like Paul's events. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're, um, they're close by, they're inexpensive, and um, so I'll do Razorback, I think. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm not going to give a 64 a shot. I'll see how I go. 
Um, oh, you haven't done the 64? No, I haven't. Um, oh, you've got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I paced um, Beck Howe for the Alpine yep. Helen, um last November, and I think that's that, right. That touches yep. some of the course a bit. Um, but yeah, I think that will. I've got a wedding in March, and I'm a bridesmaid, so you know that's going to take uh, up a bit of my time. So I'll see. Yes, I'll of see course. how many really long runs I can get out with Simon and, and Beck because they're my little training buddies in the den and all. <laughs> Um, yeah, and otherwise I'll I'll do the the forty k's or whatever Paul calls it is that distance. <laughs> um, he just makes it up, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you should. You, I think even with the wedding, you could do you could do the sixty. Yeah, I, I could do it. Yeah, matter yeah. of how much suffer out at there. But I, I want to yeah. keep it fairly fresh so I can give Buller a good crack as well. Um, so which one in Buller are you doing? I don't know, four thirty six over forty five. I've um I've done the thirty six but I haven't done the forty five. Ah, okay, so, yeah. Have you done it? No, I I've done Buller but I can't even remember which distance I did, to be honest. It was well, so long the, ago. The difference with that forty five is it has that little ha- out and back to the hut and it's just a it's just a little brutal back up here uh. that you do. Um and then Wilson's Prom. So Wilson's Prom I've done in four hours 40-something for the 44, yeah. and I yeah. want to do it at 4.30. So that's going to be my next Oh, wow. My, awesome. My next personal goal. Yeah. Oh, well, I might be down there support, supporting some friends, so I'll, uh, I'll be cheering you on too. Yeah, so. there you go. That's the top secret. So is there a 100K in your future? I would love to give um, Surf Coast Century a crack. And nice. I've, I've talked to Brandon about it in the past and it just, you know, it just didn't align with what I was doing. But, um, yeah, I'd love to, um, I was looking at some times and I was like, oh, you know, nine, nine hours 30. So yeah. I've played with that idea. Um, yeah, Surf Coast Central. Yeah, I'd because I'm, I'm thinking, I think you would do really well at 100K. So, and, and Surf Coast, I think would suit you perfectly because it is quite runnable. Well, and it's it again, you know, it's that distance that's close to home. So yes, exactly, <laughs> that magical word. Um, yeah, it, it's easy to train for because you can even train on it for you know you can train at two bays and just on at our way as well. You don't even have to go to to Anglesey or Torquay to, to train for it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Well, I'll see what I'll see what the rest of it. I kind of work in financial years with my running, so I. Oh, okay. I, I get up to June and that's my first half of the year and then I reassess and I, I decide what yeah. I do for the second half. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll all be very interested to see what you do and I'd love to see you. I think you'd be brilliant at Surf Coast, so I really yeah, hope you I'm, do it. I'm keen. I'm keen. I'm definitely, it's definitely been on the on the list for a couple of years. So um, if this yeah. is my trip, then I might, I might give it a crack, yeah. Um, yeah. And the elusive oh. sub-90 minutes half marathon that I've been chasing for a few years now. Oh, have you? Oh, <laughs> no, so many goals. So oh, little time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I personally, I think if you can get fast at half marathon and marathons, that really is, is good for 100K race, to be honest. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think 100Ks is it's really all in the mental um, side of things. Exactly. Well. Yeah. You're not going to go out for a training run for 70Ks and run at pace, you know, every no. other week see if you can do 100K. Yeah. That's not what it's about. So, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, thank you so much for um, joining us today on the podcast. And we'll all be uh, watching and seeing what you're doing next. And 
Good luck with all your racing. Thanks, Isabel. It's been lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So I had three takeaways from this interview. One, you don't have to run huge kilometres to do well. Two, my belief that strength training is important is confirmed in this discussion. And three, you can raise kids and still train at a high level. What were your takeaways? On another note, I've just put out my 12, 16 and 20 week training plans for UTMB and CCC. If you want to be fully prepared to give these races your best, head on over to my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au and click on the UTMB and CCC page to get you to the purchasing links. Once you've purchased the programs, you'll be sent an invitation to join the V.app app and the program will be loaded on it. <clears throat> if you have a Garmin, you can sync your watch and the workouts will load onto it. Strava also syncs to the app. All workouts and strength sessions can be seen on the app or on your laptop and you can add your own notes to those as well. Training for such a big event has never been more organised. If you have any suggestions of who you think I should interview or who you would like me to interview, let me know and I'll see what I can do. I'm always interested to hear what you as a listener would like to hear. So let me know and I'll contact these people and see if I can get them on. Don't forget also to get on over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show and rate and review it. This will grow the podcast and ensure I can get top level interviewees on the show. Thank you so much for your support. Have a great week of training.